TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Per order are the best prospects. Mm-hmm. There's, I'd argue, like visual evidence to support it. If you want stats, Knicks and Penix stats pop. Um, I, I mean, all these guys you could make a case for. But if your decision is that if you could decide you don't love any of those three, any of them, cool. I understand the trade back. But if you're going that route, I'd want them to sign Baker or Kirk. And like, all right, you're you're clearly trading back to acquire a lot of assets, then compete this year. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's the plan, compete right away and, and get – Totally. You know what I mean? Like, if you sign Baker or Kirk, or hell, Russ Wilson, like, those guys can deliver whatever you think they're capable of. I, I think they can deliver you at least a, a B performance, but a do B you, minus, and then you're right. in a wild card conversation. But drafting Adam Peters and looking at the history of Josh Harris and his franchises, do you think they're going to look for a veteran quarterback or are they trying to draft a young one and build it and try to have something that's going to be built and be like, I'm building the foundation for a long, for a prolonged run? Well, B, I think part of that is what are you building for? What What is your end goal? Is your end goal competing for championships? Because if that's your end goal, then signing Baker, signing Kirk, even Russ at this stage of his career, you're you're not competing for championships. Yeah, you might make the playoffs, you, yeah. you might win ten games. So that's, that's what I'm saying. But like, so, but you, if you're swinging for the height, the yeah. highest highs, but they're building something, and that doesn't start with veteran quarterbacks, older quarterbacks who's had their stops. Because what I'm doing, I'm trying to build for the future, not for today. And I think when people throw that out there. They're not listening to the people that are now in charge. Everything they've said to me is I'm getting a young quarterback and I'm going to build this thing up and we want to have long, prolonged success. Nothing says we're going to look for a veteran quarterback. And I don't think they should. I'm with that. But I'm saying all of these people that are saying that are obviously not listening to Josh, Adam, and all the people that have talked so far. Lanville, you want him to trade back? Is that a bold? The bold move to me is staying put and taking a kid at two and developing him. No, d- trading back would be the bold move. Uh, staying where they are, that's the sensible thing. That's what they should do. Just take one of the quarterbacks. 
<laughs> I agree. I man. found your game too, JP. What game is that? The Rams and the Saints. The one you were talking about. Yeah, 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 the Monday Nighter. Yeah, yeah. It was 17 uh, 7 at halftime. What what were Carr's stats at halftime? Oh, yeah. They don't show the stats at halftime, Jay. What, what, if you have a halftime score, I can look it up. It was 17 7 at halftime. I bet, I bet he had fewer than 140 yards at halftime. Um, it is, uh, I mean, car, whatever. I, I watched that game, too. I just don't even think trading down would be bold. I think trading up, you want to get bold. And bold, to me, is trading up and saying, we, going, we, we like this guy, we'll give you everything we have for him. I, I agree with that. Yeah, that's bold. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they should do it. But, I mean, tra- trading down is almost like a cop-out. Uh, unless they decide J.J. McCarthy's the dude they must have. But here's the problem. If, if they get through this process and decide that somebody, Knicks, Penix, whoever, is, is who they must have, mm-hmm. Just take them at two. Because what if you trade back to 10 and then somebody comes up to eight and you don't get them? Like, if you decide this is the dude we have to have, take them where you know you're going to get them. And and what? Maybe you don't get the extra picks? If it's the right guy. Mm -hmm. If it's a guy that you have. Like, you you start to really roll the dice, If you go through all of your assessments and you say this is the guy we want, draft him wherever the hell you want to draft him. It doesn't, totally. and I think. See, this is this is. I know I hear fans talking a lot. I hear media people talking a lot. It comes when it comes down to it. You have to make that decision because you know what you're going to be judged on it. And I think ultimately, just like Bill Belichick did, went to Tom Brady and stuck with him. The fans in New England didn't want him to stick with Tom Brady at first, but I'm sure all of them now are saying, well, "I'm glad he did that." So the people that have paid the big bucks to do it, do it. <laughs> and not get out the box. But you have the support that I don't think quarterbacks have had in this town now. They have that support. So it should be a little bit easier. Not it's going to be easy, but easier for them to possibly reach their full potential. I, I want to briefly, I want to do two things. I want to thank my man Jeff. Um, my throat, my throat is, is leaving me for whatever reason. And Jeff is helping me, but I'm not sure Jeff knows how to make tea. I don't know why he had to leave the room. He just had to hand me the tea bag. Oh, I, I got you some more hot water. And just a disclaimer, there is no sugar or anything in that tea. So I don't know you don't need sugar. if it's you sweet need or not. Tea. This is, these are teas, teas that CK has specifically when your voice starts to go. So it doesn't need sugar or any of that stuff. All right, stop talking to drink. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get there. We're going to get through it together. We're a family here. Um, Brad Biggs joins us next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. B. Mitch and Finley, 1067 The Fan. The tea's finally cooling down enough for me to drink it. We're going to survive, Landfill. Uh, it is a Scotty's Vodka Rebel Friday. Joining us right now. On the BetQL guest line is our friend, Mr. Brad Biggs. Covers the Bears for the Chicago Tribune. Does a hell of a job. You can follow him at Brad Biggs. Brad, what's going on, dude? How are you? Morning, boys. What's going on? Uh, Not too much, man. We're we're doing well here. Um, You know, everybody in D.C. is so worked up about the number two pick. But what you guys got going on in Chicago is, is far more complicated. Because you've got fields. And it's starting to feel like maybe that decision has been made, but then you've also got the number one overall pick. What, what is the the word with the bears? Well, the bears are in a really advantageous position here as they prepare to, you know, head to Indianapolis for the scouting combine next week, guys, they, they've got the number one pick in the draft. They've got the ninth overall pick in the draft and they've got, a whole boatload of uh, cap space in terms of free agency, not as not quite as much as the commanders in terms of uh, the cap space, but to have the top pick in the draft and then have another one that's inside the top 10 uh, puts them in, in really a unique position. I expect them to uh, draft quarterback at number one overall, and then uh, you know they could go – any number of different directions when they get down to number nine and probably at some point you would think, um, try to see if they can find a trade partner for, for Justin Fields. Um, do you think it, is it Caleb Williams at one you think? Well, I think, I think there's a lot of heavy lifting that still needs to be done. I, I've said this all along. I I think the process begins with Caleb Williams, right? He's been the presumptive top pick in this draft since the last draft ended, right? He's been the guy that's been sitting there that everybody's kind of looking at saying, well, he'll go number one in 2024. So you've, you've got to continue to do your research, your homework, your due diligence. You know, they haven't met the guy yet. They've talked to players that have been at some of the postseason all-star games, right? The yeah. Senior Bowl, the East-West Shrine, you know, there's a whole host of, of smaller ones. Caleb didn't participate in any of those. Uh, we haven't seen Drake May at those. We haven't seen J.J. McCarthy at those. So um, the first opportunity to actually get face-to-face with 
with that guy and start asking him some questions will be next week in Indianapolis. So you've got to uh, fully understand the player. I think they've got a pretty good idea uh, or the person you've got to understand the person. I think they've got a pretty good idea about the player right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been, you've been able to spend uh, a lot of time having a lot of different people look at a lot of tape. Um, your scouts have seen him in person. Your, your, you know, your front office people have seen him in person. You don't know yet what makes this guy tick. You've talked to a lot of people that have worked with him. The Bears interviewed Cliff Kingsbury for their offensive coordinator position. Mm. You know, I, I'm willing to uh, bet my house that uh, part of that conversation was about Caleb Williams. So I, I think you've got to try to get under the hood and uh, and, and see what's there uh, before before you can you know come close to making. Uh, a final decision on what you truly want to do with that selection. So I'm with you. I think anybody that has come to any sort of concrete finalized quarterback rankings is kind of full of it because I think, (laughs) I mean, these NFL teams have watched all of the the tape, right? Mm -hmm. But these interviews next week in Indy are going to determine a, a tremendous amount. And I think, a lot of what we're going to see next week in Indy is who can get through the BS because the go. BS is coming, oh, it's coming and it's going to be intense. And how much of that do you think weighs in on Chicago's decision to make it one? Oh, I mean, a ton, you know, a ton. And, and next week's that it's just the beginning of that process, guys, because right. the, uh, the interview process where, where the teams can get these players in front of them, it, it's pretty structured, but, but these are brief meetings. Okay. It's, it's not like you've got um, three and a half hours with the bears and then he's going to go spend a couple hours with Washington and new England. No, it, it, it's a, these are, you know, short, get to know you scratch the surface meetings the Bears can bring Caleb Williams in on a top 30 visit, right? You can spend a lot of time. You can spend 8, 10, 12 hours with him. Then the Bears can travel uh, to a pro day workout at USC, assuming that Caleb will take part in something like that. They can take him out to dinner the night before, the night of. They can do uh, Zoom meetings with them. Like, there's going to be hours and hours, I would imagine, of meetings where they get into a lot of stuff. And, and so at the Combine next week in Indianapolis is just the, the tip of the iceberg with that stuff for him and all the other prospects. I mean, this isn't something you're just doing with a guy you're thinking about taking near the top of the draft or at the top of the draft. I mean, you're, if, if, if you're looking at a – uh, off the ball linebacker that you like as a day three pick. Guess what? You, you're gonna you're gonna want to try to get under the hood on that guy right. too. Uh, so it's it's just an exhaustive uh, process for these teams. Does everyone in Chicago basically un- believe that they will be drafting Caleb, and uh, no. they they've given no. up on uh, Fields now? No, there's a there's a uh, quite a vocal. Uh, segment of Justin Fields uh, supporters that are that are still out there, but um, I, I just uh, you know I don't see it, guys. Like the the tape 
for three years of him starting, what, 38 career starts. I mean, kind of is what it is. Um, let's acknowledge the fact that the current regime and coaching staff wasn't here when he was drafted. Let's look at the fact that he'd be going in the, uh, the fourth year of his rookie contract when they've got an opportunity to get a guy starting over on that, that the rookie um, clock, with, which I don't think is a huge element of it. To me, the biggest thing is the play. You know, what was the play like? And where do you, what's the trajectory? Like, where do you see this headed? And, and find, find me a guy that's got 38 starts in the NFL of, you know, not real good, like kind of consistently mediocre. And I understand there are a lot of elements that went into that. And the quarterback's just one of 11 guys that's out there on offense, but sure. find me an example of that guy with 38 starts who then just absolutely took off and became this franchise quarterback, because that's a real difficult search. Like it, it's really tough to find that guy. It's sort of like a unicorn. Right. Have they any, the, the, I mean, do your research and all. Have you found out what they may possibly be asking for if they were to try and trade uh, Fields? Yeah, no, I, I know it will be I, totally different from Fields to somebody trying to move up to that first spot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I No, I, I don't have anything concrete on that. I, t- to me, you've got – you need to get somebody interested. You, you really to, – to maximize a return – you almost need two teams involved or you need to be able to create the illusion that two teams are involved, right? Yeah. You know, because you, you need to make the team that you have on the other line believe that there's an offer lurking from another team out there. I, I mean, I, I'd be awful surprised if they did better than a like a late round two, or you know, late in round two, I might be a third round pick. I, I don't know. Like I think it's fantasy land that they could get a first round pick for I agree him. With that. Uh, I just I don't see well, that. Because the next I, team then also probably has to pay him. Well, you got to make or, a decision or at least pick on the up fifth the fifth year, year. right? Yeah, right. And and it, you know, if you trade a third, maybe you don't have to do that. Like it, it seems like a bridge quarterback move at that point. I, I just don't know. There's an awful lot of quarterbacks in this class, you know. So some team could be saying, "Well, do we do we want to go in on this, or do we like the idea of of taking um, a shot at a guy like a Bo Nix? Do do we think?" we could be in position or get in position to get a J.J. McCarthy or a Drake May or, you know, whoever, Jaden right. Daniels. I, I, I don't know. There's an awful lot of questions there. Um, but that's almost secondary to me. I, th- I think, you know, the Bears do their homework. They find out which quarterback they like most, and, and they probably have to turn in a card with that guy's name on it. Hey, Brad, last one. Um because it, it sure seems like there's at least conventional wisdom of what will happen, and who the hell knows because things always get nuts. But the the one thing that I don't know if this was ever really reported or more just like some Yahoo on, on social media, the the Caleb Williams didn't want to play in Chicago. Have you guys have you guys dug into that? Is there any truth to that yeah, at all? Is I, that... I, I, don't, I don't think there's I don't think there's any 
truth to that, okay. guys. I, I, don't I really either. don't. I, 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 no, and I, I do know this. No one's been able to link that back to anything that's come out of Caleb's mouth. Okay. And the, the Bears are an interesting, in an interesting position, guys, because just take, take a look at them. Normally, the team that has the number one pick has just an atrocious roster. Like, you've, you've played some exceptionally bad football to earn yourself the top pick in the draft. And the Bears were by no means great this past season. But you look at some of the pieces they have in place now and understand that that pick is coming from a team that earned it with atrocious play in the Carolina Panthers. And and there's some stuff in place that a guy like Caleb Williams could, could step into a position that's a lot better off than some other quarterbacks in the last 10 or 20 years have found uh, when they've gone number one in the draft, right? You talk about totally. DJ Moore, the wide receiver from Maryland. You got Cole Komet at tight end. You got a couple pieces that are solid on the offensive line. Pretty good and defense. They played, they, they, played, they played really well defensively, uh, especially after the trade for Montez Sweat with uh, the commanders. Yeah. yeah. Did you get to know Montez at all? I know it was a brief time. He's a really good dude. A little bit. Yeah, kind of quiet. Yep. Uh, yeah, he is that. He's kind of quiet, uh, pretty serious, uh, I think. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you, the, the biggest takeaway I had from seeing Montez Sweat uh, on a day-in and day-out basis for the second half of the season is he accomplished what the Bears hoped, and that's raising the level of play of the guys around him. He wow. didn't just go out and play well. He played well, and the guys around him got better. And so – I think now when you look at the contract that the Bears gave him after that trade was made, it, it makes sense. I think I think Tez is one of the best there. exterior pass rushers at running interior stunts in the NFL, and, and I think guys love that. I also like that kid Brisker a lot, the the DB. Uh, yeah, Penn State, uh, Penn State product there, Jaquan Brisker. He's uh, and they've got a good corner in Jalen Johnson. Like yeah. I think he's probably going to get the franchise tag. Here in the next uh, and week and a half or so, but Chicago's uh, a pretty cool have, city too. I think Caleb might be able to enjoy himself out there. I, I, listen, the way they've had quarterback play go in this city for decades and decades and decades, if he can be eighty uh, percent of what some people have kind of projected, yeah, uh, one day they they might uh, you know name bridges and 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 put right. up a statue of the guy. Right. Hey, Brad, we appreciate you. Appreciate man. you, big Brad. Thank you. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Great info. Check with you later, brother. Great info from Chicago. You can follow Brad at Brad Big. You know the phrase, like, when the gummy hits? You know what's hitting right now? This tea. I feel like I'm coming back to life here. What do you think, Landfill? I sound sound great? Better? Definitely better. You're not back. Definitely better. No. You're at your normal spot. You know I don't like doing this. Might be finally time to go to the damn doctor. Yeah. Um, Just go into the doctor, man. Stop being free. I'm not afraid. It just generally, they're like, oh, drink more fluids. All right, dude. I drink eight gallons of water a day. I wanted to share this, though, uh, from Kurt Warner. For everybody that is is locked in on a college prospect, uh, Kurt Warner, one of the most incredible careers, stories in NFL history. Um, I mean, everybody knows the story. He was in the Arena League. He was working at a grocery store, eventually gets to the Rams. Eventually, Trent Green gets hurt. Kurt's the starter. Puts together one of the most incredible offenses the NFL's ever seen. 
wins a Super Bowl, gets to the Hall of Fame. Now as an analyst, um, I think Kurt has a pretty good perspective, and I certainly believe and trust his eyes on film stuff. Mm-hmm. Kurt Warner tweeted this out this morning, I think. Today the 23rd? Yeah, tweeted this out this morning. Said, I know many of you love college football, but as I start to dive into these college quarterbacks, it's hard for me to even watch. Very few play on schedule. The pass concepts are a mess most of the time. They run the same play over and over. A million bubble screens. Can't find many concepts that translate to the next level. And then people are asked to figure out how good they will be at the next level, which is nearly impossible in my mind. For me, C.J. Stroud is a great example. Obviously really good in college and at Ohio State runs more pro-style concepts than most, but they didn't ask him to process and get the ball out as quickly as he did last year in Houston. So I had no idea he would be so good at processing so fast. He's better in NFL than we got to see in college, but many times you just don't know until you know. Yeah. And I think that's vital to keep in mind as we're going to hear. But you know what, though? But Kirk is saying that. But he also has to understand the game is not played at the NFL level like it used to be played when he played. True. Hell, the best quarterback in the league right now, many people think would be the best ever, he plays exactly how they play in college. But it's still – But he he does process. But I think ultimately you can look at these guys, although they do a lot of off-schedule stuff, and see how they're processing things. It's, it's, it's no longer drop back, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, plant, hitch, throw the football. It's now you drop back, oh, Lord, nobody's open, I got to find some time, and these guys are way more creative than the quarterbacks were in the past. I, Not saying better, I'm saying more creative. Well, there's a lot of evolution involved, right? Teams yeah. are running the ball less, they're, they're running more trips, but they're also now, like, Every time people think they've got it figured out, like you're seeing more multi-tight end sets. Yeah. Like the Chiefs were running not just 12, but 13 personnel a ton. You know what I mean? Like the game continues to evolve, but I do think, I think one thing for Kurt, who's obvious, I mean, just so people understand this, a dude like Kurt Warner, when he sits down to watch a film, he's getting the actual coach's film. Like, he can reach out to North Carolina or LSU or Notre Dame or North Dakota, and they will send him the film. He probably doesn't even do it. There's probably somebody that does it for him, and it just gets uploaded to his iPad or his laptop, however he prefers to watch. Yeah. The people that are on Twitter that have watched YouTube highlights, you're not watching the same thing. So don't make your own determinations with some of this stuff. Yeah. And just let the process play out, man. The visits are going to be really important. I also here, here's See, my, the thing about it, Jay. What I'm saying is, somebody watching these guys that are scouts in the NFL right now has seen them and, and said something about them, okay? And it has intrigued them so much that they are now saying who's the best and who should be this, that, and the other. Now you got to find out: Does the guy just drop back? Like I, I remember, I say like. I used to tell you, quarterbacks get the ball, then they start reading the defense. Instead of reading the defense before, they get the ball snapped. Are these guys just waiting to get the ball in hand, then just do backyard? Or do they have a a whole method to their madness? I think when you start figuring that out, that's when the interviews come, when you ask them to draw some stuff on the board for you. Because I can probably tell you, listen, this this player is supposed to do this, this, and this. But 
they broke through the offensive line, so I had to de- uh, develop some time. And since I broke right, I knew the concept on the right side was so-and-so. So that's what I was looking at. I was reading those two. I didn't really care about the backside because I'm rolling right at that point because I've been taught not to throw the ball across my body. You know what I'm saying? Right. That type of thing will make a difference, but just watching the film and saying, oh, they do everything off schedule. Some of these coaches want that off schedule because, you know what, it opens up a lot more for them. Or they at least don't shut it down. Yeah. Um, talking caps at 1230 with Steve Wino, 1 o'clock. Phone lines open. Ask Mitch anything. Don't go anywhere. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.